Ren. Shut up. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you're connected from. First, I want to welcome everyone to another section of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. And with ourselves as brethren, I also like to thank our highly esteemed sister Amarakma and esteemed co-host for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. The prayer point has been posted on the chat group. Let's kindly go through it today as we continue to pray for all young people, especially those in inspired by the word family who are away from their parents and family. And our scripture reading is taken from the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 18. NIV translation it says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glory. In glorious inheritance in his holy people. Esteemed family, let's kindly pray fervently in thanks of the Spirit for the young people in his by the world family who are away from their parents and home in the pursuit of a better livelihood. Declare that the eyes of their understanding be enlightened and they possess the insight to see the hidden treasures in the secret places of life in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Esteemed families, kindly unmute and mic and begin to pray fervently in the spirit using the above prayer point. Lento kinso para dizer bagarrasso sente liga, manda graça te liga baharo chele, manda graça crudusha le crudiza manta ka, lida baco selege baia, maco selegrudiza, baixa lagado selementis, mala graça coxele crudiza, rana nam chanta saliga bahar. Riga basoto kubasoto in the sopra helebushata, every father we bless your holy name, Mandagira Harabazun de Prehelebushata, as we continue to pray for the young people in inspired by the word family we declare that their days are blessed in the name of Jesus as they go out in pursuit of livelihood may the eyes of understanding be enlightened and they will possess the insight to see the secret and hear the riches of the word 
maligere buzinda supre hele kujinda handa krahike tu lata baligrahani barabuzinde sete kalidide they will walk in divine her malazibrabusha kalika te grele buzita le supre hele buzata ide lata tete ligarabuzindu shahadi brabuzinde saku sharide latu krele buzete karara doors of opportunity are open unto the in the name of Jesus. They will come back with testimony. Testimonies, testimony abound in them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the answered prayer. For in Jesus, the most beautiful name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Amarakman, esteemed co-host, for the opportunity to lead. Thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's intercessory prayer. Thank you for the changes you are causing around the world. Thank you, esteemed prayer team, for the sacrifice and labor of love. God bless you. Right now, I will hand over to the praise and worship team for the next session. Thank you all, and do enjoy the rest of the devotion. Over to you, praise team. God bless you. Let's so so Lord, your love. So dependable, love so powerful, most reliable, Lord, your love is the greatest Love so perfect, so consistent, Lord, your love, so dependable. Love so powerful, so reliable, Lord, your love is the greatest love With a thankful heart, Lord, I sing to you endless signs of glory. It is all for you, your priceless love.
with a thankful heart. Lord, I sing to you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Love is the greatest. Love is the wisest. Love is the biggest. Love is the strongest. Thank you, Lord, for your unfailing and unconditional love for us all. Thank you for another opportunity to be gathered in fellowship. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name forevermore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to another time of devotion. The Lord is gracious and he is kind. Today is the 4th of October. It is a Wednesday and we will be looking at the article for today, praise God. Choose to win is the title of today's devotional article. So wherever you are, you tell yourself, you call your name. I choose to win. I am a Kamwadi. Choose to win. 
you've got to make the choice for you. I choose to win. Glory to God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Mutinta. Thank you, esteemed Comrade Martins. Thank you for the times of prayer and worship. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Choose to win. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. Deuteronomy 30 verse 19. One important choice you have to make in life is to always win. Choose to win. When you choose to win, nothing in the world will be able to stop you. But the first thing is for you to make that decision because not everyone chooses to win. Some people go through life just hoping things will turn out right. They don't consciously think about winning. Such people say, well, if I'm lucky, I'll make it. No, don't wait for luck. God's children don't hope for luck or walk by luck. We walk in the grace and blessings of God. Some others say, I won't choose anything, win or lose. If you don't access, praise God. If you don't choose to win, you have chosen to fail. How can you help others if you don't choose to win? The world has more poor people than rich people and more suffering people than those who are sound and prosperous. If you are not prosperous, you can't help others to become prosperous. It's only people who are up that can help those who are down to come up. So where do, where, where do you want to be in life? What side of the streets do you want to live I found out from the scriptures that God gave us the right to choose and also points out that the right and the best option for us to choose. Notice that in our opening verse, he didn't say choose whichever one you think is okay. No, he shows us what's better and tells us to choose it. You can choose to win at whatever stage you are in life. Are you a student? Do you work or do you own a business? Make the choice to be the best and achieve the highest height of success possible. God will take you from one step to another in an upward and forward journey of success. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Who had read this um, devotional article earlier? Who, who, who would like to share what their take is on today's devotional article? Anyone? You can raise your hand. Anybody? Choose to win. Choose to win. Choose to win. So much to get from today's devotional article, you know. First, there's a choice to make. And pastors made us understand that if you don't choose to succeed, that means you have chosen to fail. And success is planned for. You know, in the final paragraph, it gets to explain what it actually was saying all the while in the devotional article. And it's telling you that the way you choose to win is that whatever you do, you need to make the choice to be the best and achieve the highest height of success possible. Are you a doctor? 
what's the highest height of success achievable by a doctor? Are you a lawyer? Are you a businesswoman? Are you a businessman? Are you a student? What do you do? What do you define as the highest height of success possible in that business industry? It says make the choice to be the best and achieve the highest height of success possible. This is God's idea for us as Christians. Oh, shala gaba de geba sun de kritis barada gaba shanta palita kaba isha le grande kesuta mako salada gaba isha le gratisa le gebaya. Heavenly Father, thank you. We choose to win. We choose life. We choose grace. We choose the easy way. We choose the God way. We choose your will at every point in time. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are the one that is taking us from one step to another in an upward and forward journey of success. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I choose to win. I choose to win. I choose to win. I choose to win. Praise God. You know, yesterday, um, the devotional article for yesterday was talking to us about putting our confidence in the word. And then today it tells us that we choose to win. We should choose to win. Um, as a child of God, we must all come to that point where we know who we are in Christ. We know what we can do in Christ. We know what we have in Christ and we stop at nothing to ensure that we live out the full expression of the Christ life. So much in today's devotional article that you can hold on to what has been said concerning you. You know, yesterday, Pastor was telling us that it was the same flood that destroyed the world. The world is the same one that brought Noah's ark up. Such an irony. The same flood, not another one. And Pastor made us understand that the child of God was planned for. And God's plan for the child of God is one of extraordinary victories, extraordinary blessings, answers to prayers, the demonstration of God's unconditional and failing love. And yesterday he told us, he said, put your confidence in the word. That's the way out. Put your confidence in the word. And he told us to soak ourselves in the word. Then he comes there and told us and he's telling us that we should choose to win. I choose life. I choose grace. I choose strength. In the second and third paragraph, you know, um, really there are many people in life who always are expecting that things will turn out right for them because 
they because they they because of the circumstances then there are those that think that things will not turn out right for them also because of the circumstances that are there that the seemingly circumstances that they can see so if things are going well they believe that oh all will be well if things aren't going well then they think that nothing good is going to come out of the situation but in our kingdom we see that how things go really is determined by us and even when it seems like it's not going in the direction that we want it to go the bible says that all things work together for good for the child of god for the one who is loved of god for the one who is called according to his purpose and that's why yesterday was telling us the story of noah then he began to tell us the story of the different people throughout the scriptures we see that what is happening to the guy who is not born again is not the same thing that's happening to the guy who's born again it's not supposed to be because in egypt the children of israel where they were living there was light where the children of egypt were living there was darkness Every of the plagues that accept, a, a, attacked the Egyptians didn't touch the children of Israel. But they were in the same place. They were in the same location, the same country. So God throughout the scriptures shows us that there's a differentiation that continually exists for the child of God. There must be that thing that differentiates you. And he's telling us today that we really can choose the side of the place that we play. I refuse to wait for luck. The blessing of God is at work in my life. I refuse to wait for things to happen. I make things happen. I choose to win. Irrespective of what happens, I choose to win. No matter where I find myself, I choose to win. No matter what situation I'm, I'm in, I choose to win. No matter where I go in this world, I choose to win. And I always would win. Brothers and sisters, you know that if, there, if it was not possible for us to win, then God would not be telling us these things that he's telling us today. I don't know what situation you are in at this moment and how the story looks like. But if you determine today that you would win in that situation and you come out with a testimony, that's what you would have. So choose to win. Look at your situation with the eyes of God, knowing that it came to pass. But look unto God, the author and the finisher of your faith. Many times we'll find ourselves maybe in situations that we did not expect. But there is a God that saw it before it happened. The Bible says it's the beginning and the end. So he sees the end even before we get there. And that's the God that told you, I've set before you life. I have life. I choose to be strong. I choose to be healthy. The grace of God is available for me. I walk in favor. I walk in strength. I walk in wisdom. We make the choice today. In this family, we win or we win, right? You remember? We win or we win. And that's what it's always going to be in the name of the Lord Jesus. And concerning whatever situation they are dealing with, I pray that the grace for today's devotional article is working for you and you return 
with amazing testimonies in the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I'll hand over to Sister Ogi for the next segment. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much, Esteem Stamaka, for the Rats of the Reality segment. I win all the time. I choose to win. Hallelujah. Greetings, Esteem family. Right now, we're going to move over to the Bible study segment of today's devotion. I'm going to start with the further study for today's devotion. So we're going to read uh, from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verse 19, Amplified Classic uh, Translation. I call heaven and earth to witness this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, the blessings and the curses. Therefore, choose life that you and your descendants may live. First Samuel chapter 17, from verse 32 to 37. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Their servants will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said to Saul, Thy servants kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. The servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he had defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So right now we're going to take our confession. And uh, we'll come to the end of the, the further studies. We're going to take our prayer together. Um, right where you are, just take the prayer after me. Dear Father, I choose to walk in your ways and align my thoughts, words, and actions with your will. I'm not governed by luck or chance. Rather, I walk in the path of victory, promotion, strength, health, and excellence as I navigate my way through life with your word. To the praise and glory of your name. Amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, I'm going to go over to our one-year Bible reading plan, and I'll be reading the New Testament portion for today's um, devotion. We're going to be reading from the book of Philippians chapter 2, from verse 19 into chapter 3, from verse 1 to 11. And I'm reading from the message translation. I plan, according to Jesus' plan, to send Timothy to you very soon, so he can bring back all the news of you he can gather. Oh, how that he will do my heart good. I have no one quite like Timothy. He is loyal and genuinely concerned for you. Most people around here are looking out for themselves with little concern for the things of Jesus. But you know yourselves that Timothy is the real thing. He's been a devoted son to me as together we've delivered the message. As soon as I see how things are going to fall out for me here, I plan to send him off. And then I'm hoping and praying to be right on his heels. But for now, I'm dispatching Epaphroditus, 
my good friend and companion in my work. You sent him to help me out, and now I'm sending him to help you out. He has been wanting in the worst way to get back with you, especially since recovering from the illness you heard about. He's been wanting to get back and reassure you that he is just fine. He nearly died, as you know, but God had mercy on him. And not only on him, he had mercy on me too. His death would have been one huge grief piled on top of all the others. So you see, so you can see why I'm so delighted to send him on to you. When you see him again, strong and strapping, how you rejoice and how and how relieved I'll be. Give him a grand welcome, a joyful embrace. People like him deserve the best you can give. Remember the ministry to me when you started, but you but weren't able to complete. Well, in the process of finishing up that work, he nearly put his life on the line and nearly died doing it. Chapter 3. Caption. To know him personally. And that's about it, friends. Be glad in God. I don't mind repeating what I have written in earlier letters, and I hope you don't mind hearing it again. Better safe than sorry. So here goes. Stay clear of the barking dogs, those religious busybodies, all bark and no bite. All they're interested in is appearances. Knife happy circumcisers, I call them. The real believers are the ones the Spirit of God leads to walk away at his ministry, filling the air with Christ's praise as we do it. We couldn't carry this off by our own efforts, and we know it, even though we can list what many might think are impressive credentials. You know my pedigree, a legitimate birth, circumcised on the eighth day, an Israelite from the elite tribe of Benjamin, a strict and devout adherent to God's law a fiery defender of the purity of my religion, even to the point of persecuting the church, a meticulous observer of everything set down in God's law book. The very credentials these people are waving around are something special. I'm tearing up and throwing out with the trash, along with everything else I used to take credit for. And why? Because of Christ. Yes, all the things I once thought were so important are gone from my life compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus as my master. First hand, everything I once thought I had going for me is insignificant, dog dumb. I've dumped it all in the trash so that I could embrace Christ and be embraced by him. I didn't want some petty, inferior brand of righteousness that comes from keeping a list of rules when I could get the robust kind that comes from trusting Christ, God's righteousness. I gave up all that inferior stuff so I could know Christ personally, experience his resurrection power, be a partner in his suffering, and go all the way with him to death itself. If there was any way to get in, get in on the resurrection from the dead, I wanted to do it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. With that, we've come to the end of our Bible reading. I would like to say a big thank you to Esteem Samaka for this opportunity. Um, thank you so much, Ma. Do have a great day, everyone, and enjoy the rest of the devotion. I'll hand over to the Old Testament team. God bless you. God bless you too, esteemed Sister Oge. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Depending on where you're connected from, I'd like to start by thanking the esteemed Sister Martha for this great opportunity to take us through the Old Testament reading of our one-year Bible reading plan. Glory to God. Thank you, esteemed co-host, for an amazing time of devotion so far. Today we'll be reading Isaiah chapters 38 and 39. Glory to God. 
Isaiah 38. <clears throat> time spent. Time spent. Caption. Time spent in death's waiting room. At that time, Hezekiah got sick. He was about to die. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, visited him and said, God says, prepare your affairs and your family. This is it. You're going to die. You're not going to get well. Hezekiah turned away from Isaiah and, facing the wall, prayed to God. God, please, I beg you, remember how I've lived my life. I've lived faithfully in your presence, lived out of a heart that was totally yours. You've seen how I've lived, the good that I have done. And Hezekiah wept as he prayed, painful tears. Then God told Isaiah, go and speak with Hezekiah. Give him this message from me. God, the God of your ancestor David, I've heard your prayer. I've seen your tears. Here's what I'll do. I'll add 15 years to your life and I'll save both you and this city from the king of Assyria. I have my hand on this city. And this is your confirming sign, confirming that I, God, will do exactly what I have promised. Watch for this. As the sun goes down, As the sun goes down and the shadow lengthens on the sundial of Ahaz, I'm going to reserve the shadow 10 notches on the dial. Please, can I be helped with the screen? Glory to God. You have to read from your own portion and not from the screen. So we are the ones. No, I just, yes, I'm reading from my portion. I just want okay. I was asking. All right, just go ahead and read. We'll sort that out. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. And that's what happened. The declining sun's shadow reversed 10 notches on the dial. Verse 9. This is what Hezekiah, king of Judah, wrote after he'd been sick and then recovered from his sickness. In the very prime of life, I have to leave. Whatever time I have left is spent in death's waiting room. No more glimpses of God in the land of the living. No more meetings with my neighbors. No more rubbing shoulders with friends. This body I inhabit is taken down and packed away like a campus tent. Like a weaver, I've rolled up the carpets of my life. As God cuts me free of the loom, and at day's end, sweeps up the scraps and pieces. I cry for help until morning. Like a lion, God pummels and pounds me, relentlessly finishing me off. I squawk like a doomed, like a doomed hen, mourn like a dove. My eyes ache from looking up for help. Master, I'm in trouble. Get me out of this. But what's the use? God himself gave me the word. He's done it to me. I can't sleep. I'm that upset, that trouble. Oh, master, these are the conditions in which people live. 
And yes, in these very conditions, my spirit is still alive, fully recovered with a fresh infusion of life. It seems it was good for me to go through all those troubles. Throughout them all, you held tight to my lifeline. You never let me tumble over the edge into nothing, but my sins you let go of. Threw them over your shoulder. Good riddance. The dead don't thank you, and choirs don't sing praises from the morgue. Those buried six feet under don't witness to your faithful ways. It's the living, live men, live women who thank you, just as I'm doing right now. Parents give their children full reports on your faithful ways. God saves and will save me. As fiddles and mandolins strike up the tunes, we'll sing, oh, we'll sing. Sing for the rest of our lives in the sanctuary of God. Isaiah had said, prepare a poultice of figs and put it on the boil so he may recover. Hezekiah had said, what is my cue that it's all right to enter again the sanctuary of God? Chapter 39, caption, there will be nothing left. Sometime later, King Merodash, Merodash Baladan, son of Baladan of Babylon, sent messengers with greetings and a gift to Hezekiah. He had heard that Hezekiah had been sick and was now well. Hezekiah received the messengers warmly. He took them on a tour of his royal precincts, proudly showing them all his treasures, silver, gold, spices, expensive oils, all his weapons, everything out on display. There was nothing in his house or kingdom that Hezekiah didn't show them. Verse 3. Later, the prophet Isaiah showed up. He asked Hezekiah, what were these men up to? What did they say? And where did they come from? Hezekiah said, they came from a long way, they came from a long way off from Babylon. And what did they see in your palace? Everything, said Hezekiah. I showed them the works, opened all the doors and impressed them with it all. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, now listen to this message from God of the angel armies. I have to warn you, the time is coming when everything in this palace, along with everything your ancestors accumulated before you, will be hauled off to Babylon. God says that there will be nothing left, nothing, and not only your things, but your sons. Some of your sons will be taken into exile, ending up as Enoch's in the palace of the king of Babylon. Verse 8, Hezekiah replied to Isaiah, Good, if God says so, it's good. Within himself he was thinking, but surely nothing bad will happen in my lifetime. I will enjoy peace and stability as long as I live. Glory to God, hallelujah. And that brings us to the end of the Old Testament reading. Thank you once again, esteemed Sister Marco, for this great opportunity to take the Old Testament reading. Thank you, everyone, for making yourselves available for the devotion this morning. 
I'll now hand over to the affirmation team. Do have a prolific day, everyone, and God bless you. God bless you too, Brother Emmanuel. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are connected from. Esteemed family will go right into the affirmation. The affirmation is on the screen. Kindly unmute your mic so we can take it together. the angels of the Lord are at and they make happen for me that which has been declared in the name of the Lord Jesus this year 2023 in the name of the Lord Jesus from the crown of my head to the soles of my face they shall find their way through my body in blessings the Lord has blessed the Lord has multiplied me he said the earth in the name of the Lord Jesus Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Thank you so much. I think it's the marker for this opportunity. I now hand over to you, Ma. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Francisca. Praise God. It's day four um, in our 30 days of love walk. And today we're looking at love, the no fear zone. And we're meditating on 1 John 4 and verse 18. Yesterday we meditated on 1 John 4 verse 16. Today we're meditating in verse 18. If we really love God, we will not be afraid of him. We cannot love him completely and also be afraid. We would only be afraid of God if we thought that he would punish us. So if someone is afraid that God will punish them, it shows that they 
do not completely know God's love. This is a scripture that you want to study in different translations. And, you know, the summary of it all is that when you have confidence in God's love, your fears dissipate. There are no fears for the guy who knows that God loves him. There are no fears. No matter what happens, he's very sure of the outcome for him because God loves him. Is that person you? If you're still afraid of tomorrow, if you're still afraid of failure, if you're still afraid of what will come, if you're still afraid of anyone or of anything, it shows that love has not been perfected in you. And you do not understand what you got out of your love relationship with God. Oftentimes, Dr. Kerr will tell us that love is not in words. Love has to be backed with actions. So sometimes some people talk love, 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 love. God loves me, God loves me, God loves me. But they really don't understand what it means. It means a lot, brothers and sisters, that God loves you, that God loves us. There's so much we got when we came into this love relationship with God. And he says, if we really love God, we will not be afraid of him. You know that um, depending on the background that you have in Christianity, um, some people see God as that one who is waiting for us to make errors and to strike us. You know, we see God as um, that uptight God that doesn't take nonsense. <laughs> yes, God doesn't take nonsense, but his love is unconditional. His love is unfailing. His love is liquid. And irrespective of who you are, God loves you. He loves you completely. He loves you personally. He loves you specially. So today, 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 brother, sister, remember that God loves you. And let it take away all the fears. Let it take away all the fears. We're saying again and again, I'm a love child of a love God. And then I'm fearless in God's love. I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm not afraid of anything. Come with me. I'm fearless in God's love. And you remember when the Spirit of God kept telling us again and again and again, he said, have confidence in God's unfailing love for you. God's unfailing love for you. For God so loved that he gave We are grateful to God for the word of God that he brings to us every day through the Rhapsody of Realities, through the scriptures, and for the opportunity to go on this journey of 30 days of love walk. All the details that you require are in the channel. Please join the channel and access all the information to have a beautiful fourth day in this journey of love walk. All the online spaces are also available for you. If you are new to Inspired by the Word, click on the links and join. Brothers and sisters, um, it's October and it's about three months to the end of the year. Rhapsody today told you that you should choose to win. And today's meditation is telling you that God loves you. You know that for the one who is loved, 
<clears throat> excuse me, for the one who is loved, that one knows exactly what um life is for them. That one knows that they will always be a success, they will always turn out successful. There's something that love gives you. It gives you confidence. It gives you confidence. You know you will always have the upper hand. Because the God that loves you is the God that is more powerful, that is the all-powerful, that is the almighty. God almighty loves you. God all-powerful loves you. The Lord of the harvest loves you. And you see, brothers and sisters, um, you know that many of us give, but we don't get the harvest of our seeds. In this month, if you would meditate on God's love for you, you provoke a lot of harvest in your direction. The God who is the God of the harvest is the same father that loves you. They say, ah, you know that when we were in school, um, and for those who are in school, from time to time, they'll talk about some kind of scholarships that they are giving to um, some category of people and they'll tell you to apply. Imagine applying for a scholarship only to hear that it is your father that is awarding the scholarship. Some people will literally say, I don't even have to apply. I've gotten the scholarship. Am I correct? So God loves you. The Lord of the harvest is the same father that loves you. The God that gives seed to the sower is the same God that loves you. Have confidence in God's love for you. No matter where you've been, no matter what wrong you have done, no matter where you are coming from, God doesn't give up on you and God is never tired of you. Have confidence in his love and be fearless. Be fearless. Have no fears. Have no fears at all. No fear of failure. No fear of the future. No fear of circumstances, no fear of anyone, no fear of anything, because God loves you. Praise God. I want us to take the communion at this moment. He says that Christ came to deliver those who were all their lifetime subject to the fear of bondage. And as we take this communion, even at this moment, if you are here and you are dealing with any kind of fear, fear of failure, fear of the future, fear concerning something that is presently happening that you think would adversely affect you, fear of anything, if fears have dominated your life, as we break this bread, those fears break away from you. Because this is a remembrance that what Christ did was enough. First Corinthians 11 and verse 23. Shago celebra dagabaya. You can get your communion material at this moment and um prepare to hold your bread at this moment for I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take it this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me heavenly father we thank you 
thank you for your love. It was the love that gave us Christ Jesus as a sacrifice for us. And his sacrifice was all that was needed as payment for us to get an access into the God life. And in this life that we have received, this very gift of righteousness, all things were made available for us. All good things, all things that pertain to life and the godly life. Father, even as we break this bread at this moment, I pray for that one who is dealing with any kind of fear. Fear that they may not be able to meet up with the payments that they have to make. Fear that they may not be able to get the job. Fear that they would not sell. Fear that things will not go in their favor. You spirit of fear. You are not of God, therefore you cannot stay in the life of the one who is of God. We curse you to your roots and we cast you out in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Break the bread and eat it. Verse 25, 1 Corinthians 11. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. These do years after you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you just should the Lord's death till he comes. Thank you, Lord, for the cup of the New Testament sealed with the blood of the Lord Jesus. This cup is proof that Jesus paid it all and that what he did was enough. In the name of the Lord Jesus. All that Christ died that we might be, that we might have, that we might do. Jago Zefred Sakataya is the ultimate testimony of everyone in this house. They are living their best lives now. They have confidence in your love and it's a new fear zone. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Glory to your name forevermore. Amen. Praise God. Dear brothers and sisters, remember that God gave us something we can use at every point in time. He gave us his word. His word is all that we need to be, to have, and to do. No matter what happens to you, don't give up on God's word. It is your tool for winning. You say you choose to win means that you have chosen the word because you can only win by the word. No matter what happens, don't let it take you away from the word. Don't let it take you away from God. Fight for your stay. Fight for your time. Fight for your love work. And irrespective of where you've been, God loves you. And that's more than enough. Respond to the love by getting to know more about him and living for him. Praise God. I pray for that one who is giving an offering at this time. As you send your offerings to your different churches, your offering is blessed, multiplied unto you back in a thousandfold, having been sanctified with the Spirit of the Lord and acceptable unto him. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 
you can go ahead and send your offerings to your churches. As we often say, this is not a church, so we do not accept offering here, but you can give your daily offerings in response to God's word and in gratitude for the word that you receive every day from God. So go ahead and send your offerings to your churches, yourselves, your PCF, as the case may be. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to Team Sister Glennis for the celebration segment. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Team Sister Maka, for the opportunity to handle this segment. So right now, if you're born today, or if there's anybody you want to celebrate today, please kindly let us know in the chat room. And also, if you're joining us today for the first time, please would like to know you. Please kindly introduce yourself by telling us your name, where you're joining us from, and the name of the person who invited you. And if you're joining from Nigeria, please would love to know your state. Hallelujah. Any birthdays, any celebrations? Hallelujah. Esteemed Sister Kamu says, today is my beautiful sister's birthday. Her name is Reno. Happy birthday to your sister, Ma. Praise the Lord. Are there any other birthdays, any other celebrations? Oh, praise the Lord. So right now I'm going to pray for the celebrant we have. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for our celebrant of today. Thank you for giving them another Thank you for giving her another year to experience your love and your blessings. Thank you, O oh God, for loving us. And I pray, oh Holy Spirit, that she has been ushered into this new year. She's blessed in all ramifications of her life. Goodness, mercy, favor follows her every day of her life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, praise the Lord. Um, Mommy Hope says, um, prolific bedroom. Okay. Um, Sister Marvelous John says, Today is my dad's birthday. Happy birthday to your dad, Ma. Luam, Luam Desta says, Today is my friend's birthday. His name is Yuel. Happy birthday to your friend, Ma. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Ma. Over to you, Ma. Over to you, Ma. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, esteemed sister Glennis, esteemed brothers and sisters. Your day is blessed, and we've come to the end of today's devotion. I'd like us to unmute our mics as we share the benediction at this moment. Father Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ, this is fellowship of which we Brother, I'm not